Good morning. Today is another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. And today, I am so excited to share with you that it is episode 41. And with that, let's get right into talking about some of the planetary action and then we're going to get into our topic of today which is the power of solar kinetic energy and i am so happy to be here with you live and for those of you who are joining me this morning please just come on and check in and ask your questions and let's get the show on the road <laughs> okay uh, for those of you tuning in today for the first time, my name is Ellie Molina. I am an author, an educator, I'm an intuitive, and I am a concierge consultant. So I work with a number of people who desire to bring powerful manifestations into their lives, and that is what I do. I am a teacher of metaphysics and currently in the process of writing a YA science fiction novel. And so without further ado, today I'm gonna to talk to you about the power of solar kinetics and a little bit of astrology just to kick off the week. So one of the things that you may want to mark your calendar with is the um, couple of days going on this week. One day is tomorrow, March 10th. We're going to have a sun conjunct Neptune tomorrow. This is going to be a very magical day. And Neptune is going to provide us with inspiration. So you want to, you don't have to do anything, I say, of course, but I'm suggesting that you may want to take advantage of the information and the energy of this particular day with the sun conjuncting Neptune to create some personal and professional uh, goals, or I was going to say more intentions. So you'd like it to be a little bit more powerful than just writing a goal, because goals don't really get us anywhere unless we put them into action. So, you know, we'd like to um, put our goals into action. So let's, you know, set intentions for tomorrow will be absolutely wonderful. Then on the 13th of March, we have a new moon in Pisces. And this is a, an interesting new moon because it's very, it's enchanting and it is just right for love. So Venus will be conjunct Neptune in Pisces and we will be extremely, extremely compassionate and charitable and very loving and gracious. So that will happen for us on the, on the 13th. Also, there is a Saturn versus Uranus um, conjunction, which is going to call into action some unknown forces. So kind of expect the unexpected. And then we have Saturn trine Mars. So the things that you've put into action tomorrow will be enhanced with a small ritual on the 13th. And because of the power of Saturn trining Mars, you can guarantee that if you follow through with these actions, given the energy of the planets, you will have long lasting results. So that's pretty cool stuff. 
Okay, so today I'm going to talk to you about, um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Oh, hi, good morning, Thomas, excuse me. I always want to welcome the people that have come into the room with us. And good morning, Thomas. Uh, Thomas's question for us before we start talking about the power of solar kinetics is a little bit about the new moon our course, our journey may change. Yes, thank you so much. So for those people who don't know, Thomas is an astrologer. And um, one of the things that I love, I will happily refer him out. So if anybody wants to have an astrological reading with Thomas, who happens to be a really wonderful top-notch astrologer um, that I even consult, please send me an email. It is ellie at elliemolina.com. And I will connect you to Thomas, and you can have an astrological reading with him. He's delightful and he's accurate. So anyway, without further ado, Thomas is asking me to talk a little bit about the new moon, because what we've realized here is that, yes, our course and our journeys may change. And so if we've been thinking, hey, you know what, I'm going to be doing this, then all of this, and then, you know, this is the path I'm going to go on. And then what happens is because we have this Saturn versing Uranus, bringing this impotence for change, and then Saturn trine Mars, what will happen on this new moon is you think you're going down path A, someone may provide you with information that was unknown, which is the part we're going to talk about in a little bit. They're going to provide you with information that was unknown to you. And all of a sudden, you've got this great idea saying, hey, I'm going to go down B, path B, and this is where I'm going. This feels right. This feels intuitively spot on. I'm energized by this choice, and I'm moving forward. And that's the way we really do want to learn to live life, by listening to our intuition and trusting that force. Okay, and without further ado, I just want to, <laughs> I have to just throw this in because I cannot help myself. Thomas, the path that you're choosing is going to bring you incredible financial abundance and happiness. And so just know that. So whatever path you're choosing, okay, it's going to bring financial abundance and happiness. So get on board and don't worry about, you know, don't concern yourself with all of the minor details uh, about choosing the path and getting started. Those will work themselves out. Just know that as you're traveling on your path, you will get to see the world. It's going to be exciting. I'm very excited for you. So anybody listening in and even listening to the replays, just know that if you do call in to ask Ellie Intuitive Insights your questions answered, I will always be very happy to give you a short you know, minute, two minute reading right there on the spot about anything that you have questions about. Anyway, today's going to be a teaching moment. And what I'd like to talk about is manifestation again, which is our, my favorite subject, you know, it's creating our reality and really living in tune and living in alignment with our intuition and learning to trust this. So, this is such a loaded topic. You know, we see all of these programs online, learn to trust your intuition. I'm guilty. I say it too. And then we have learned to become psychic. And, you know, it just kind of hit me recently as I was doing the more that I do this work and the more that I start 
um, looking to instruct people to trust their intuition and to develop their psychic abilities. What it really means is it's about practicing and trust. So uh, before I get on to solar kinetics, I just want to share with you how do you learn to trust your intuition? There's, you know, I could write, we people write books up the kazoo. Even in my book where I have children who know how to know, I'm not really talking about, about learning how to trust your intuition. I'm talking about learning to listen to it. So there are techniques that we use to have access to our intuition. And good morning, Eva. Um, welcome, welcome. And there are things that we can do to access our intuition. See, our, we are all intuitive and we're all psychic and we got to get that. And so as soon as we start saying, I'm not psychic, I'm not intuitive, that's nonsense. And that is a limiting belief, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Only right now, we are all intuitive. We are all psychic. So get it out of your head because it is just another sense that we have been taught not to trust, you know, so it's almost like, imagine if you, if you had blinders on or you were blind. And so you're relying on all of your other senses. And here comes somebody tell you, right, look, example, you're, re, you're relying on your sense of hearing. And so, you know, you're blind or you've got blinders on and you cannot see the per, but you can hear something happening. And now you've got somebody saying to you, oh, what you're hearing is not real. That's not real. Well, it is real. You hear it. Only people, especially if you have a child and they're telling you that, oh, what the thing is that you're not hearing is that's not real. That's not real. What's going to happen is soon you are going to dull your sense of hearing. And that is, you know, that is analogous to what happens to us when we begin as children. We see things when we're kids. Alpha state is, children are in the alpha state. They see things. They see things in the realm between what we see. Do you really think there's empty space between you and the object in front of you? No. Just because you can't see it with your eyes doesn't mean it's empty space. So, Again, we're so limited by our beliefs and what we deem as real. Look, we can't even see what's going on behind our head. Are we going to, there's a, no world going on behind our heads because we can't see it. So when people say to me, oh, I'm not intuitive and I'm not psychic, I'm just going to say from now on going forth, get over yourself, okay? Just get over yourself. You're intuitive, you're psychic. Don't let anyone tell you that you're not. Now just learn to trust it because in hindsight, anytime you go back and you look at your life and you say to yourself, you know, well, um, had I done that or had I done that, you're going to see that there was that intuitive voice screaming at you, but you ignored it. You used rationalization. You rationalized it away. You logically said, no, can't do that. Can't do that. But at the same time, your whole body and your and everything else around you that you could not explain really wanted you to do it. So going forward, that's all that intuition is. It's learning to listen to yourself and trust yourself. And as far as your psychic ability goes, you know what? Bad news, bad news. It's practice. And a lot of people don't like practicing. It's the same thing. You know, how come we all don't look like great athletes or how come we don't all have toned bodies? Because it requires going to the gym. Why are we all not great pianists or fabulous musicians? Why? Because it requires playing music and practicing every single day. So why is one psychic so, you know, well-developed in this one and the other one isn't? Well, 
Psychics spend a lot of time in the psychic realm. I mean, I can tell you this for myself. I used to work for California Psychics and it was nonstop calls. I mean, that is a practice arena where every 10 minutes, every 20 minutes, there's another caller. Um, and if that's not developing psychic ability, well, then I don't know what is. So bottom line is if you want to be psychic, practice. Same thing with remote viewing. Anyone can learn how to remote view, see without your eyes. Um, over time, distance, and space. How many people are willing to put in hours a day or even an hour a day practicing a remote view? Not many people, all right? Not many. So get, again, I'm just gonna say it like this, get over yourself that you're not psychic and that you don't trust your intuition. You're just not using it. And um, now with that being said, let's get to work. <laughs> all right. Um, I got a couple of text messages that came in over the weekend, and one of them, really quickly, was someone who had left a very small town, went out to California, and had remarkable aha moments about, you know, she's up at Big Sur, and the beauty of being at Big Sur, and the ocean, and the sunlight. Um, it was just really, really beautiful, and so... Um, what I wanted to share is that with, um, in the, the book written by George Klassen back in 1926, The Richest Man in Babylon, George spoke of, George spoke of the farmer must leave the city at least once a week and the city dweller must leave the city once a week because when we leave our environment, we get to experience new things. If we're constantly staying in the same space, our world begins to shrink. So um, I understand that we've had co that we're still in COVID season and that we're ending COVID season soon. In the meantime, if you can get into your car and just drive, you know, drive 25, 30, 40 miles out of your town, sit in your car, go through a drive-through, see something new, have a new experience, change the routine. You're going to change your life. You're going to have new ideas, new thoughts, new ways of seeing things. Something so small can have such significant impact. So just wanted to remind you, you know, if you're living a small life, don't blame anybody. Just get in your car or get on a train and go experience something new because that's all that it takes to have a new idea, a new thought, new experiences, meet new people. All right. Just get out of your space. All right. Um, I've got a question here before I talk about solar kinetic energy. Um, my mother passed in October. I've been in Europe for two months. Once back in the States, all of my electronics have broken. My phone, my laptop, now the main switch on my home's circuit breaker. How is this related to solar kinetics? Okay, great question. So I'm going to just say something to you, uh, Thomas. Your electronics breaking and falling apart is part of the frequency. And... We are all frequency beings. We change our frequency. We vibrate at frequencies. The happier we are, the more our frequencies rise. And so when we're even in a, um, when we're even in a relaxed state of being, 
even then, we don't have to be running around and joyful to have our frequency raised. Our frequency raises internally as our consciousness and our awareness raises. So does our frequency, so do our experiences. And then the world begins to look differently. And so I'm going to tell you something. I'm thinking the fact this is just me, not saying it's right, but this is my, my personal psychic take on this. Um, first of all, the switch on the circuit breaker was direct communication with mom. So that is how spirits tend to connect with us when they've passed on. They work through electronics. So um, I think that personally, if you could spend some time in meditation, and I'm going to rec uh, recommend my meditation on Insight Timer, uh, connecting to information from the other side so that you have a chance to ask mom, what is it you'd like me to know? What do I need to know? What would you like to share with me? And then be open to receiving information and answers. And I have a sneaky suspicion that you have already been doing this. And if that's the case, then these electronic gadgets breaking and falling apart, especially the main circuit breaker, this is a real confirmation. Hello, I am in tune with you. I am here. I am responding to you. Pay attention. Connect the dots. And that is what I'm seeing for you over here, Thomas. Um, okay. So I hope that helped. Now I'm going to talk about solar kinetics. <laughs> solar kinetics is using the power of the sun in order to manifest. So um, we know through ancient history and we know through mythology and we know that many of the ancients have always believed in the power of the sun, the god of the sun. And so Ra, god of sun, go back to all religions, you're going to find a really strong connection to the sun as the god. Now remember, we also derive our energy source from the sun. Those of us who live in areas that are depleted of sunshine, you know, go off and become depressed after long periods of time. We need solar energy. The sun is extremely powerful. It has a divine, powerful energy. And we can tap into that energy through specific meditations and use that power to catapult our dreams and desires into fruition. And I want to backtrack a little bit about manifesting. Manifesting takes time because it sometimes it can happen immediately with smaller, easier um, things because of the, the density of it. So the very heavy mass-to-mass -mass manifestations, you know, um, let's say taking moving to another country, that is a, that can be a very big manifestation in terms of the mass to mass because of all of the steps that are involved in it. And yet it can also be a very light, easy manifestation, which involves taking nothing, giving everything away and just getting into, you know, packing a suitcase and leaving. Um, had a client who actually did just that, uh, decided she wanted to sell her home and moved to Europe. So within a matter of two weeks, she had sold her home and all its contents, all its contents, and left with three suitcases. Now that's a powerful manifestation. 
and not everybody's prepared to sell the contents of their homes. And so, again, what are you willing to part with? What mass to mass? What material objects are you willing to part with to, you know, to have a very light, easy manifestation like that? So nothing wrong, nothing right. So getting back to manifesting using the power of the sun, going to talk to you a little bit about Madeline C. Morris, who wrote a book in 1979 called Solar Kinetics. And in this book, Madeline, who was a minister, an ordained minister with the Church of Cosmic Wisdom, and she's a member of the Southern California Society for Psychical Research. She wrote this book about using the power of the sun and solar kinetics to get what it is that we want. And she has lots of stories in her book um, that talks about people who have used this power of the sun to manifest their cars, manifest their homes, manifest loved ones, you know, the whole gambit, the whole gambit of what it is that we can possibly manifest. And her technique is really quite simple. So um, what she suggests doing is that we face the sun and it doesn't even need to be shining. We face the sun and we close our eyes as we face the sun. It's always better, of course, if the sun is shining. But if you live in an area where the sun, the clouds are out and you can't see the sun, doesn't mean that the sun is not there, as you know, just because you can't see it. All right. But you're going to be facing the sun. And then you close your eyes and you, you put your eyes at about a 45 degree angle. And at this 45 degree angle, what you're doing is now you're developing a projector on your screen. Uh, Jose Silva in the Silva Mind System also used this method. And again, Madeline and Jose and Jose's, um, Jose's partner, Stone, Richard Robert Stone, they were all of the same school, basically. They all lived around the same time. They were all metaphysical teachers. And so they shared a lot of similarities in their methodologies. They kind of all borrowed from one another. But I will tell you that these methods work. So getting back to Madeline and the power of solar kinetics. What she did was she recommended, okay, so you lie down, you face the sun, the almighty sun, the divine sun, the sun who gives us our life and lets our plants grow and heals us and all of that very powerful energy. And we close our eyes and we can use blinders also, blindfolds to protect us. We keep our eyes closed. We raise our heads in the position of the sun and then we take our eyes and hold them at a 45 degree angle. And on that, in that 45 degree angle, on our black projector, in our mind, in our mind's eye now, we put in the scene. Now, you can put in any scene. The key difference between putting in the scene, and this is where I got off the tangent with Jose Silva also, the difference of putting in the scene is that you do not want to just watch it as a movie, as if you were watching a movie where you don't want to do that. What you want to do is get yourself to the space where you step into the scene. Okay, so first you see it as a movie and then step into it. 
Now, when you're stepping into the scene, a few things happen. First of all, your body is going to get engaged. So your body will now be in movement in that scene. If you're watching your body, if you've stepped in it, then you're going to feel the emotions that would be happening if you were actually in that scene. So you're going to feel things. You're going to imagine smelling things. If somebody were to hand you a rose and you were in that scene and you sniff it, and guess what? Once you smell that rose, even though there's no rose here, you know that you have created yourself in the movie. And sometimes I like to do this uh, by starting to smell a rose. So this puts me right into that manifestation. Okay. And then now that you have your scene on there, get real into it in your body, see it real, feel it real, and watch it unfold. Hear the dialogue that you'd be hearing, experience the experiences that you'd be having, Feel what it is that you'd be having, smell what it is that you'd be having, hear what it is, perhaps taste what it is, have people responding to you in that scene saying, oh, wow, look at you. All right. And then you just be with that scene until it feels so complete that you feel it in your body and then you can send it out to the universe and let it go. Now, I have created a manifestation, I have created a manifestation uh, meditation using this method, which is going to be on Insight Timer sometime by the end of this week. And so this will come with music and you will be, you will be guided in this meditation to go listen to it. All you have to do is go to Insight Timer and type in my name, Ellie Molina, and then you will find this meditation and you could do this meditation every single day. As a matter of fact, I recommend doing this meditation every single day. Add it on to your meditations. Use the power of the sun. Use this energy to drive what it is that you really want. So, um, oh, thank you, Thomas. Thomas commented, your meditations are fantastic. Looking forward to this one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, so I want to share another success story about... Uh, I love success stories. They're my favorite stories. Um, I was working with a client and she had a lot of manifestations that she wanted to have happen. First of all, she was single and living in a city that was not to her liking anymore. She wanted out. It was a congested city. And sometimes really the super congested cities are the ones that people like to escape from. And she wanted to escape, but she didn't have a job. Um, oh, just really aside, is there a good time to meditate? Mornings are great. Afternoons are good. Evenings, anytime is good. Meditate as often as you can, but make sure your meditations are powerful. They don't have to be long at all. A five to 10 minute meditation once, twice, three times a day is wonderful. Anyway, getting back to her, she wanted to move from New York City. So, oh, did I say New York? Ooh, ooh. All right. Anyway, she ended up manifesting because that was what she wanted. She got a new position. She moved to another city for her new position. Then she wanted to meet a man because she had been single for a long time. Anyway, we did some affirmations, but mostly we spent a lot of time in meditation. I say we, because I guided her through meditations, which she then used. She used the power of these meditations. Lo and behold, she was sitting outside one day 
um, at lunch at the office, some guy comes and sits next to her and they start chatting. And, you know, if that wasn't, you know, synchronistically meant to be right out of all those people come sit next to you. Anyway, they get married. Now, the story is even better because she had always wanted to go. So I can't, I'm sorry, but I can't share too much more of this because then I don't, she doesn't want people to know. She wanted to go somewhere special for her birthday. And so not only did she get to go there with him for her birthday, but he actually proposed to her at that special spot, which she didn't know that was going, she that was going to happen. She had just visualized this as happening. And then lo and behold, her visualization became her next reality. Then the reason why I'm laughing is because uh, I just got a video of the celebration party because they're having a baby now. And this was also part of the manifestation. And so baby's on its way. This is all very exciting and I'm very happy for them. And so, you know, we can all bring about these really wonderful lives. There's just a couple of things that we need to have happen for us. We need to, first of all, dream big, which is why I started the session with get out of your neighborhood, go see something new. How are you gonna have big dreams if you're always staying in the same box? The moment that you get out of your neighborhood, you get to see, whoa, people live like that. People have that, hmm, maybe I want that too. Maybe I wanna move to a different neighborhood. And then you gotta change up your self-talk and then you've gotta get your vision as to what is it that I really, really, really want. And once you make a decision, what is it that I really want? And then the manifestation and the video and the videos, I'm calling them videos, the videos of your mind and your meditations, you know, lo and behold, if you don't pull up those, those seeds as they're growing, you're going to have that and more. And this is the world that I live in. And I see this world every single day with clients that I work with their manifestations coming to fruition. And all I can say is don't dig up the dream to look if it's got roots. Put that little seedling in there and just keep watering it. And what do you water it with? Affirmations, positive energy, belief, belief in something greater than you, belief that this is what's meant to be for you, something that you really want and that it's yours. Anyway, so... Um, without further ado, it has been fun being with you. And I'm going to suggest that before you get out of your bed in the morning, you spend some time visualizing, creating your day, and affirming to yourself what it is that you want to have happen. One of my favorite affirmations that I begin my day with is, today something amazing is going to happen. I don't know what it is, but I'm really excited about it. And that's where space that I believe and I live from. Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. Much love, many blessings. See you all next week on Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights, Your Questions Answered. Ciao for now.